0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Prairie farmers are gearing up for spring seeding. Some areas will see a much earlier start than others, but May 1st seems to be a popular date target to get rolling. A past president, Todd Lewis, farms near Gray, just southeast of Regina.
1: We pretty well shoot shoot for, uh, you know, 1st of May, well, you will do some April seeding, you know, depending uh, on soil temperatures and everything. We're in the heavy clay here, so so uh, I, I think generally May 1st is kind of the shot we're going for. And we've got good, lots of moisture around. We were fairly saturated in the fall and so on. So there's some, some sloughs to dry up and some, and some water to disappear before we get,
0: get uh, too excited about things. It's much the same story in east-central Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan Agriculture Regional Crop Specialist Lyndon Hicks in Yorkton says farmers in his area should be going by the end of the month.
2: That weather last week uh, cleaned up the snow fairly quick, but... Uh... Cooler temperatures this week. Um, So, yeah, if I was guessing, I would think we're maybe somebody, depending on what the weather does, but maybe late April. But uh, I think for things, the way the weather is right now and the way the things look right now, that the start of May, uh, things should be rolling in full force.
0: The president of Manitoba's Keystone Agricultural Producers, Dan Mazier, farms north of Brandon and says he also hopes to be in the field around the 1st of May.
3: They're talking to cool off and some showers and that. Though we're just, the frost is just nice to coming out of the ground. I was, it's funny, I was out uh, for a walk the other day going across a wheat field and it's, it's just that uh, everybody, the farmers will understand is it's kind of sticking to your boots a little bit. You can, you can tell it's still cold underneath and the ground's not tilty at all or anything, so. I am not, my, and our land is uh, fairly clay heavy, so we're not uh, anywhere ready to go f- anywhere for a while. There's still the trees belts that that last blizzard that we had here, that we still, uh, snow banks are still coming out of the tree belts and trying to get uh, melted out of there as well.
0: Dan Mazier farms near Justice, Manitoba, north of Brandon. The southeast corner of Saskatchewan received a lot of snow over the winter, but the melt has gone better than expected. Christian Hebert farms in the Fairlight District south of Moosman.
2: Yeah, you know, two weeks ago I'd have told you there was no way we'd be in the field before May 1st. Normal around here is kind of the 27th of April to May 1st. The last two weeks have been phenomenal though. They've been warm and windy, water's moving, soil temperature yesterday was at about 2.5 degrees in the afternoon, so I wouldn't say we're too far behind normal right now. I think, you know, depending on what this weather pulls in next week, as you were mentioning, you guys look like you're going to get more than we are, but if next week was favorable, I think you'll see some uh, I think you'll see some rigs moving around here by the twenty fourth week obviously, if next week's not very favorable and it's really cold and we get some moisture to'd push it back a little bit later but surprising, considering how wet we were in the fall
0: Hebert says most of the snow has melted
2: there's definitely some snow still in the fence lines and in the in the tree lines, but the fields themselves are virtually clear.
0: Christian Hebert farms in the Fairlight District south of Moosman. The Easter long weekend forecast is not so promising for central and northern areas of the grain belt. Rain and maybe even snow is expected between tomorrow evening and well into Saturday. In the south, the outlook is for cool, cloudy, and chance of showers. The Saskatchewan Water Security Agency says the one area of concern is around Hudson Bay. If the storm extends into the northeast, there could be some problems, although stream flows are in recession. Another concern is the possibility of strong winds in the southern Grain Belt. These winds could result in lake ice breaking up and being shoved up onto shores, potentially damaging shorelines and property. This is difficult to prevent or react to, but recreational users in the area should be aware of this potential. The Water Security Agency continues to monitor the spring runoff. University of Saskatchewan swine researchers are adding straw to sows' diets to reduce aggression. The supplements are being tested in group housing systems. It's a compromise for hungry sows whose operators don't want them gaining too much weight... Assistant Professor Dr. Denise Bolio says the additional low-calorie feed seems to be effective.
2: The previous work has shown that if you add straw to the diet, yes, they do feel fuller, but for a short period of time. So it doesn't last too long, but it it does make them feel full. And so it is a viable solution to decreasing some of this hunger-associated aggression that they might have.
0: Dr. Bolio says some sows like the straw and others don't. She hopes to have results from the feeding trials this fall with a full report expected by the end of the year. Some farmers on CP rail lines in southwest Manitoba say grain movement this winter was just as bad as 2013. Dan Major, president of Keystone Agricultural Producers, was at a public meeting attended by about 40 farmers at Deloraine, Manitoba, earlier this week.
3: Every one of those producers had delayed contracts that they had not delivered yet. And now they're in the middle of the flood zone as well. There was people down from a lot of area. They got roads cut out and they can't move. So if a train comes in now, they can't even ship it out anyways. And the, those kind of things, uh, I don't think a lot of people are realizing. I was, I've been talking to different industry players and it's just... It
0: is bad down there. Major hopes to see improved service level agreements contained in new federal grain transportation legislation anticipated in the coming weeks. Pulse Canada has been added to the list of organizations participating in the Keep It Clean program. The Canola Council of Canada and Cereals Canada are already on side. Cam Dahl is president of Cereals Canada. He says Keep It Clean was started by the Canola Council and expanded with Cereals Canada to emphasize important on-farm decisions to produce quality cereals and canola that meet market requirements.
1: Keep It Clean is is, uh, uh a primarily a communications program that's designed as as outreach to ensure that uh, producers and everybody in the value chain uh, understand um, the implications of of things like uh, uh, residues where there's there's no limits in place in our importing uh, countries, uh, how to reduce things like uh, mycotoxins like uh, fusarium and and, uh, ochratoxin A. Um, And how to ensure that the products that are going to our international and our domestic customers are meeting the food safety regulatory requirements.
0: Dahl says the Keep It Clean program is geared directly at farmers.
1: So it's aimed at at things like ensuring that uh, uh, producers know what's on the label and and follow the label. Uh, uh, An example is is glyphosate that uh, indicates if you're applying it in fall, that it shouldn't be applied if the uh, the crop is over 30% moisture, um, and and that's a, a critical uh, a critical part of the label to ensure that we don't have uh, have residues. Uh, or there are times when uh, products are approved in Canada um, and they're not approved in major export markets. Well, it, in those cases, it's best for farmers not to use those products because. Uh, Using them might put our markets at risk uh, so it's uh, it's those kinds of uh, those kinds of, of key messages uh, to, to help ensure that we have have open markets.
0: Dahl says Canada's cereal crops are known for their consistency, high quality, and cleanliness. He says the collaboration of the Keep It Clean program will help preserve Canada's reputation.
1: Customers around the world are concerned about these issues, and it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue as, as time goes on. And, and so to provide, uh, be able to provide assurances back to customers that uh, Canada takes their, takes their concerns seriously and, and uh, is actively ensuring that the, the steps are being taken to, uh, to minimize these risks, uh, that has a lot of value in international markets.
0: Dahl says Cereals Canada is also working with the Prairie Oat Growers Association and the Barley Council of Canada to extend the reach of the program to oat and barley growers. To to learn more about Keep It Clean, visit keepingitclean.ca. The 13 agricultural commissions in Alberta will be able to decide if they want checkoffs to be refundable or non-refundable. A new bill introduced by the NDP Alberta government would allow mandatory service charges if producers agree in a plebiscite. O'Neill Carlier is Alberta's Agriculture Minister.
2: At the end of the day, this decision will rest with Agriculture Commissions and their members. If a commission chooses to make a change to its service charge moral, they must conduct the plebiscite of their members to ensure producers are consulted.
0: Prior to 2009, commissions had the ability to decide whether to retain the levies, but a government amendment made all check-offs refundable by request. The money collected pays for promotion, trade missions, research and marketing. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has raised its global outlook for soybean, corn, and wheat inventories above traders' expectations. Global soybean ending stocks are pegged at 87 million tons, up from 82.8 million in March. Global corn stocks swell to 223 million tons, up more than 2 million from the last report, with wheat stocks move up 2.3 million to just over 252 million tons. The highest numbers are the result of bigger South American crops, especially in Brazil, which has an early start to the planting season and timely rain during the year. Warren Preston is the USDA's Deputy Chief Economist.
3: We are seeing record area and record yields for soybeans, so we're going to have a record production in Brazil. Corn production increase, we're projecting their first crop increases based on higher area and higher yield for the first corn crop coming out of Brazil and higher area for the second crop.
0: World stockpiles of corn and wheat are at record levels. The market update on the source 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 310 at 482.60. Oats dropped 80 cents at 151.22. Number one red spring wheat fell 53 cents at 228.83. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 267.46. Feed barley one twenty four fourteen, flax four eighty four zero two, yellow peas three hundred sixteen dollars. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up three cents at five thirty one and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock report on the Source six twenty CKRM and now the latest livestock report. Hi,
2: this is Brady Olson at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction for the Market Report for the week of April 11th. Steers 800 to 900 pounds averaged $1.71 and sold up to $1.79. Steers 700 to 800 pounds averaged $1.83 and sold up to 210. dollars Steers 650 to 700 pounds averaged $2 and sold up to 210. dollars Steers 600 to 650 pounds averaged 206 dollars and sold up to 220. dollars Steers 550 to 600 pounds averaged 215 dollars and sold up to 231. dollars Steers, 500 to 550 pound, averaged 222 and sold up to 239. Heifers were 20 to 25 cents back from the steers. Highlights of the sale were a group of 700 pound red heifers at $1.75, as well as a group of 750 pound black heifers at $1.76 or $1,340 per head. For more market information, call me, Brady Olson, at Cineboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
2: Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 146 to 148 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,000 heads, selling in a range of 144 to 146 per ckg. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of $79 to $93 per ckg live weight. Cash hogs today are called steady to lower, while lean hogs are trading mixed And the Canadian dollar is down 27 basis points, trading at 0.7534 cents U.S. Cash hogs yesterday were down 69 cents per hundredweight while the cutout was down 44 cents per hundredweight.